Welcome. You've made it to Tough Shit, the podcast that puts first world problems into perspective. We're your hosts. I'm Corey. I'm here. Hello, here. I'm Chris. I'm not feeling great. Nope. His no. penis fell off. My dick fell off. <laughs> they I don't, and I don't trust doctors. So uh, I've got it on ice in my freezer. Yeah. He went and I mean, got a booster shot from a van in an alley, and his dick fell off. Oh my god. <laughs> so well, I actually did. I did. Mandy and I did get boosters yesterday because we're going to Vegas and we didn't really want to get sick. Did you get booster seat for Mandy so she could see? Oh, that's very funny because she's <laughs> short. <laughs> I could hear now listen to this. Fuck you, Corey. I'm trying not to pick on her too hard today. We're having my parents over, and she has spent the day cleaning the house, and she's doing, like, crackpot chili chicken and all that shit. Mm -hmm. I have done nothing but just work on this. And it's not even that good, what I've brought today. So, I and then, she, I don't know what the fuck, she's watching some new reality show I'm not supposed to talk about on the air. And I said, <laughs> that, I'm like, that cat oh, is out of the is, bag. Is this another one, Mandy, where, like, it's just a bunch of young, successful people who all have sex with each other and get mad about it? She's <laughs> like, shut up! So, now that I, now I'm picking on her. Uh, I wasn't supposed to. Wow, you're just digging a hole. God damn it. Oh, this is great. So, speaking of the garbage that you uh, wrote, you wrote. Your soft serve. This is soft serve November 2022. Time for the upbeat and offbeat fun stuff. Uh, you know, like this podcast, soft serves have taken a back seat <laughs> to normal life. So you get one occasionally. I've been ready to do one. It's been way too long. August. I, need some, I think August was our last one. Some positive stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I've been overdoing yeah. the horror stuff lately. True crime stuff. I just, yeah. So well, yeah, I, that'll really get a little, uh, definitely. Well, especially with October, because I know you and I will go into the, like, horror genres and, like, spooky stuff, like, all month. And, we, yeah, we've been kind of getting a little burnt out of that as well. But anyway, so, yeah, it's soft serve. Let's have, let's have a little fun and maybe cheer up and all that jazz. Uh, real quick off the top, we have an Instagram at TS Podcast Official. Go check us out over there. Uh, we just did a Q&A on it yesterday, and we got some great questions that will get answered on our Q&A episode. Mandy sent eight questions. I got six. She got all. Oh, maybe two of them got lost in the mail. I'll double check, but I'm pretty sure I got six. I'll email them over to you this week. Thank do you. Do you want to try to do that next week? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> we only have so many Yeah, weeks. what the fuck? I know. Not? We'll figure it out. So hopefully soon you're getting the Q&A episode coming up. Uh, speaking of that, if you do have questions for us, send them over to toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send them to our Instagram if you have Instagram. And follow us there and all that bullshit. Uh, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to the show, please leave a rating or review if they offer that. That would be cool. And Chris is looking at me like five star. You give us a five star review. I'm not saying anything. I'm letting you get through all your bullshit. I'm just zoning out. I know, like, I can tell. I can tell by the tone of your voice when you're done, and mm -hmm. that's when I get back in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm almost there. Uh, let's see. Oh, if you want to help us out, also we're at the anchor.fm link in the show notes. Helps us out. Someday we'll buy better equipment. Uh, shout out to Brie Arlene, Sarah M, Kathy M, and Sarah J. Although one of these people specifically met like messaged me and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry i'll get back into it this month got screwed up with the credit card i was like it's okay thank you 
But who? you can you say no, who? No, I'm not going to okay. call him out. Oh, well, hey, I'm not going to call out one of our five supporters. Well, speaking of one of our five <laughs> but supporters, but they said they'll get back into it. I said thank you for supporting us anyway. You really yeah, don't, you have, don't have, to. have to do that. I know it's you're awesome. literally putting more into it than I am. But <laughs> I want uh, happy birthday to Bree. It's uh, it's just past it. Now. Oh, happy but, birthday, yes, happy Brie. birthday to Bree. Yes, and thank you for continuing to support us yes. every month. We appreciate it. Uh, and lastly, uh, just share the show with friends and family, whoever likes podcasts in your life. Say, hey, I know these two two jackoffs from Western New York who tell stories about hardships and a lot of fart jokes and dick jokes. And uh, Chris talks about reality TV. I actually, I got my. Uh, so we have, but we hired a kid. And uh, he started listening to the show, which is horrifying to me that I have to work with somebody. Oh yeah, that listens he's, to he's it. younger too. And so. yeah, I, and which is I, nice. And listen to the Jobs episode, and I told him that's the worst one because it is. I want you to know that I was going through the analytics, and the Jobs episode is in the top five most listened to. Why? I don't know. I think it's because people like to see a disaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when something bad happens, they like to watch it. And that was just a train. That wreck was your Titanic episode. Yes. Yeah, you hit that iceberg of this one might not sin be eating. This was might, that it? Yes. Yeah. This might not be too far behind because I am feeling fucking stupid today. That's like, okay. I don't feel good. I'm achy and like I. You're gonna get some subpar writing, mm-hmm. and then two lists that really don't make any sense. And one of them kind of makes me very vulnerable. I don't know if I should have wrote it or not. So I'm just. Don't feel good. You have... feel dumb. So if you ever wondered what it would be like to do a podcast with a sick idiot. You're going to find out today, Corey, because I'm a sick idiot. Just today. Why? What are you saying? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Oh, real quick. uh, I mentioned last time we were trying to do a collaboration episode, and I'm still fucking around with the recorder, and we'll maybe do it. Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We're we're still shooting for it, though. So, all right. Oh, soft serves. I said something about donations last time. I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to do donations. And I did do a donation this month to Shriners Hospital. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that was a nice one just because, like, I don't know what story it ties to, but it's just a good organization to donate to. So, Yeah, well, you know what? I got an email from Wikipedia asking if I donate again, and I didn't respond. So (laughs) that's kind of (laughs) close. Well, go get them, champ. I do try to donate to Wikipedia once a year. It's a good idea. It definitely is. Yeah. Anything else? Or can we get um, into the stories? Oh, how has your fall been so far, Chris? I don't fucking know. You know <laughs> I mean, the last month and a half of your life, you don't know? How you know how it's been. I talk to you nearly every day. Do our listeners. Oh, like, okay. Does, does Michael know? Remember, like, remember, that's why the Michael yeah, Jackson, because yeah. he's our guest yeah. all the time. I thought it was just as a warning as what happens to pedophiles. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I haven't. What am I doing? Well, fall. How's my fall? Oh, boy, am I having a fall. <laughs> <laughs> Falling from grace. Here we go. Uh, it's very good. I don't know. I've been fucking reading a bunch of shit, and I've been doing a lot of disc golfing. So how's oh, that bad? That's good. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, well, wait, hang on. Let me ask you. Am I supposed to ask you? Now? I usually just say it. Oh, so I, you, yeah, you're just like one of those guys that doesn't need to like you don't have to ask them. So we'll just give you your fucking opinion. Nobody asked for it, so uh, I'll, just, I'll ask. All right, you. I'm not telling you, Corey. Corey. I yes. Corey. What? Yes, Christopher. How is your fall going? I'm not fucking telling you. <laughs> Piece of shit. 
fucking scumbag asshole. You can tell me if you want uh, to. I, let's see. What do I have written down here? So this shows like the whole fucking middle age highlights of my life. Because the first thing I got, like, I got my new boiler installed the other week. So that's been really nice. <laughs> well, I think you and I both get really excited the other day when you got a deal at L.L. Bean. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I got a, a good deal. Yeah. And a, and a nice flannel. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I was hoping to get out and do some hunting soon, which I did today. It was actually nice. I went out hunt small game hunting this morning and a bunch of snow had gone up in the hills, but not down in the valleys where we live. So it was very pretty up in the woods. But you didn't get anything. I today. didn't get anything. It was so it was really nice, though, because the air was super still. It was a heavy fall snow. So it was everything was coated. I'm sure it was beautiful. It was. I took a bunch of pictures. It was nice. So just from out of curiosity. So if you go hunting yes. and you don't kill something, mm-hmm. is it still hunting? I guess, like, because you technically are hunting for so something. So if I went for a hike and brought a gun mm-hmm. and didn't kill anyone, <laughs> would it be hunting? Anyone? Anything. Any animals? <laughs> <laughs> well, if your intentions are to go hunting with your gun... Then yes, you're hunting. But, but if, if I you're just, just have like one with me on a hike, I'm not hunting. So I when I go not. disc golfing in the woods and I have a knife in my backpack, yes, I could kill an animal with it. So I'm technically hunting. Is that your intention, or is your intention to be disc golfing? If I was attacked by an animal on a disc golf course and I could get my knife out, well, would... then you would be participating in self-defense. Oh. So if your intention is to go out with a weapon, whatever it is, to hunt, then you are hunting. Okay. If you just want to go hiking and happen to have a weapon with you, then you're just hiking with a weapon. I guess that makes more sense because yeah. then I could just say like anything like, oh, well, yes. drove to the storage day in my car, so technically I'm a race car driver because I could have raced somebody. You could have, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see it doesn't – I get it now. You get yeah. it? No, I'm slow today. I see that, yeah. I got into like – like, if you could see the mind camper right now, uh-huh. it's just been ransacked. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just Fucking garbage. Empty. Like, the do- like Ginny either- got into the garbage can in your mind camper, scattered Ginny is a good girl, and she doesn't get into the garbage. She hasn't got into the garbage no. yet? Yet? No. She Give flipped it, it open. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. She's, a, she's a good girl. Anyway. Um, mm. Is there anything else, or can we do the story? Oh, now? I watched Weird last night, the Al Yankovic story. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I go gotta, watch yeah. it. I got it. Was, we watched it, Barbarian last night. Yes, it was it, fucking awesome. That's what you said. That sounds pretty gnarly. Yeah, if you like walk hard or, you know, kind of slapsticky, goofy humor, hot rod style, you will love weird. I laughed the entire fucking movie. So other than that, that's my fall. It's been pretty low key. It's been nice. And we got some stories. Chris has three. I have one. <laughs> so he's going to go first. So <laughs> wait, let me get my glasses. I <laughs> This is a disclaimer right on the top. Yeah. I So the title of this one is so, I, not, like even my titles are shitty today. So yeah. This one's just called This One Doesn't Get a Sarcastic Title uh, because I'm only doing it because I thought my mom would like the story. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just wholesome. And this, in spite of taking place in France. And we all know how I feel about the French. Oh, okay. Wow. But then... Very big of you. Yeah, but then I ended up like needlessly uh, (laughs) insulting the intelligence of golden retrievers, which Mandy then pointed out to me would probably upset my mom because we had a golden that was very sweet. 
And so I don't, I like, I did this to make my mom happy, this story. It's a cat story. Mm-hmm. And then I made fun of dogs. Okay. Hey, so that, anyway. That's the balance of the world, my man. I guess. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> All right. Um, let me get my microphone down here. Whoop. Oh, no. I just ruined the show. Can you edit, edit that out? I ain't editing shit. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> this is a super traditional soft serve. It is a nice, heartwarming story about a cat. Good. Most of it is. All I right. I get a little off the rails. So anyway, here's what I know to be true about the French. They're all public urinators. French men are constantly exposing their genitals, and the gestation period for a French woman is 22 months, same as an African bush elephant. What? Oh. Jesus. How <laughs> oh, is this nice? <laughs> also, no one in France owns a car, and it is illegal for minorities to be employed as train conductors. Okay. All of these things are true. And one other thing. The resilience of French cats knows no bounds. As an example. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> French ca- I didn't make any wee oui, wee oui jokes. Really? No. Because oh. I'm an adult. So anyway, yeah, cats, I guess, are super fucking sturdy. Okay. In France. As an example, French kitty cat. Oh, God. I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it in French? Yeah. So, French kitty cat. Cotty? <laughs> it's C O C C I. So, I have to assume. Like, Coochie. Yeah. Okay. So, French kitty cat. Coochie. Pronounced. <laughs> pronounced <laughs> so, let's say that her name is Coochie. Coochie went missing from her new home in August of last year, only to be found more than a year later a couple of miles down the road from her previous home. What makes this remarkable is that her previous home, from which Coochie and, <laughs> and <laughs> from which Coochie and her family had recently moved, was more than 280 miles away from her new home in Normandy. That's awesome. Did you see this story? I've heard similar stories. So Coochie walked nearly 300 miles by herself wow. through the French countryside trying to get home. Damn. I know that my eye's running. Can you see it? How it's watering? A little bit, yeah. Okay. You got your drops in. Yeah. So anyway, now this story was a bit of a triggering risk for me. As we all know, the only thing I dislike more than the French is the movie Homeward Bound. I think I've <laughs> A film that asks the impossible from its audience. To believe that a mental defective golden retriever could lead a cat and Michael J. Fox on a wilderness adventure in an effort to return home to their family. As I've mentioned before on this show, golden retrievers, though sweet, lovable, and loyal animals without a doubt, yes, goldens are far and away the dumbest living creatures on the planet. Can confirm. <laughs> Autopsies on goldens have revealed that they are the only known animal a- animals on planet Earth to not have a brain. The skull of a golden retriever is just empty space. Okay, now you're just... A sp- space that is only ever occupied by items that the dog swallowed incorrectly. Typically items <laughs> typically items found inside the head of a golden include, but are not limited to kazoos, pretzels, and his or her own feces. No matchbox cars? No. <laughs> but the feces... <laughs> uh, that's why the Latin root for the uh, root word for the breed is shithead. But again, very sweet animals. But let's be real. Of the three heroes in the utterly ridiculous Homeward Bound, the only one of them that had any chance of successfully leading Michael J. Fox back to his family was definitely the cat. A fact proven by the tireless French pussy, <laughs> Coochie. <laughs> that worked good. That did. Uh, so, Coochie and her family made the big move last year. Coochie's owner, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this one, the you know, I don't think you have to put so much emphasis on the accent. I think it's Latidia de Amicus. Okay, sure. Uh, so that's her owner. So she moved along with her family and three cats to Normandy from the 
Orn region. I'm saying it as Orny. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> the other two cats were Feli and the Crap Pod. <laughs> I'm serious. C R A P A U D. I, mean, I, I don't even know. I don't know either. Crapod? It's got to be Crap Pod. So, anyway, so there's Felis, Crapodi, Coochie, and Crap Pod. <laughs> But yes, uh, but it was it was Coochie that found herself restless after the move. Leticia and her kids did the did their best to keep the kitties inside at their new home uh, for fear of them getting lost outside in an environment they weren't accustomed to yet. This worked for a little while, but as I said up top, August of last year saw Coochie finally sneak her way out for some fresh air, where she promptly disappeared. Her family was distraught, especially the kids, and they searched and searched for poor little Coochie, but to no avail. <laughs> uh, it's like me in my 20s. <laughs> there were two teenage kids looking for Coochie out in a bush. So um, she was gone. Letitia <laughs> did her best to comfort her kids by telling them that Coochie had probably tried to find her way back to home or back home to Ambly um, in Orne, where she had got lost um, after she had got lost. You know, knowing in her head that this, of course, would be impossible. Mm-hmm. Except it wasn't. 13 months after Coochie went missing, the Tietia happened across a Facebook post from a woman in Sule. <laughs> a, town, a town less than five miles from her old home. The woman posted a photo of a stray cat that she had found, and the Tietia <laughs> recognized Coochie right away. She was understandably in rough shape and was taken to a local vet who confirmed that she was 10 years old and spayed, just like Coochie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tietia asked her dad, <laughs> I asked her dad uh, who still lived in Orne, to go and see if this stray really was Coochie. Mm-hmm. Finding all of this a little hard to believe, he reluctantly agreed to do so. The Tietia uh, was further convinced that this was Coochie when her and her very French-looking father are... <laughs> I'm sorry... <laughs> When her striped ba- shirt, beret, baguette, he just, and bottle I don't know. Just look at this guy's fucking face. He's just got this narrow face that looks like he'd slip under your door while you're sleeping. You know, like a Frenchman would. Um, oh my God. So anyway. Uh, oh, where the fuck was I? To so, all of our French listeners, I don't share Christopher's sentiment. So she was further convinced that this uh, this was Coochie when her very French-looking father video called her with the cat in his arms. Uh, Letitia. Uh, was with her daughter during the call, who burst into tears when she saw the stray in question. She had no doubt that this was Coochie. Letitia, <laughs> I gotta stop saying her name, uh-huh. um, and her kids made the 450-kilometer drive to really be sure that it was Coochie. Even her skeptical teenage son was convinced when they arrived that the wispy little kitty, uh, would on- who would only respond to her name, Coochie, mm-hmm. and not any other French names like Louis and Cordon and Blue. <laughs> Those are the only ones I know. It really was her. This cat had walked across half of France to get home. Wow. And she lived. Of course, she had fleas, worms, and infection, yeah. not to mention weighed barely over two pounds wow. at this point. Yeah. But she made it. Coochie spent the next three weeks in a veterinary hospital before being released back with, to her family, where, as of this writing, she is recovering nicely and has adjusted well to her new home. Ah, warm, <laughs> warm smiles all around, and a fuzzy, happy ending for all involved. The only downside being that this inspiring and heartwarming tale had to be wasted on the French. <laughs> that's uh, it. That's a very nice story. I love stories. I like... 
That happened not... down in Florida, I want to say, a year or two ago. Um, it happens a, a lot. It does. Yeah, this cat, I want to say, traveled 40 or 60 miles back to its old, no shit. old house. Because the just... neighbor, and it was like shortly after, it was like a month or so after the, the owners had moved, and the old neighbor called and said, hey, your cat's at my house. Isn't that just wild? Yeah. And like, it's even, I mean, it's, lots of animals do that. Mm-hmm. And like I, I'm a dog person, mm-hmm. obviously, but like and a, a disc cat, golf man and a disc. I'm a disc golf guy. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> oh, is it time for these fucking cats? I drive a Subaru. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this year he's a disc golf guy. We'll see what happens next uh-huh. year. But um, like these cats that don't do a fucking thing all day, but sit on their dicks and then, but but then they're <laughs> properly motivated. Uh-huh. This fucking thing. What are the odds of it walking? That that's far. far. That's and a, living. Like yeah. this is true. I mean, I don't. I can't believe we didn't get eaten or yep. starved to death. So no, I thought that was cool. That I want to do an nice. animal one. It's been a while, so there you go. That was good. I I liked that. That was nice. <laughs> uh, even Fuck though the, the, the French. French and <laughs> golden bashing. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's your European genes popping out there uh, right now. German Irish. <laughs> An Italian, right? You know the Germans didn't like the French. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so you right. have a story? I do. So let's hear it. <clears throat> this is kind of like just sort of a self-helpy type thing. Go ahead. I will take all the free help I uh, can get. Okay. So this was piecemealed from several different articles. So take it for what it is. <clears throat> but here we go. Story one. That's what it's called. And I don't have story two, so <laughs> story one. I had a really good title for my second one. Oh, so we'll good. get to it. All right. It's been two full weeks since Halloween, and I'm glad to report that America's youth are not addicted to rainbow fentanyl. The fear-mongering media didn't disappoint this year with scary tales of drugs that looked like candy, making it into your children's trick-or-treat buckets. I touched on this last year. But it's just nice to remind everyone that drug addicts don't want to give their drugs away to children. They want to do them. And drug dealers don't want to give their drugs away to children. They want to sell them to make money. That's how that works. So what this is like the modern version of all the horse shit when we were kids that like, oh, we gotta check oh, the, all the candy yeah, this, because this year razor was, blades in Yeah, it. this year was rainbow fentanyl. And there was never ever any account like it was yeah no. of there being I wanna males say there was like bars. one scenario and they honestly think that the kid had got into the parents stuff and it was like one a one-off thing and there was a story from i want to say the 50s or 40s where a dentist gave some kids x-lac chocolate because he didn't like the sugar that's funny yeah <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but i want i want to say of the billions and billions of pieces of candy that have gone out in the u.s Kids don't get fucking killed. So well, Dean Coral, he gave out a lot of candy and he murdered a shit ton of people. But that's probably the exception. <laughs> did he do it with the candy? No, no, See, he did it with his that's hands. The, that's what I'm at. Okay, all right. So all that aside, all right. But this isn't just a tale about tainted candy. This is a tale about the massive amounts of bullshit, fear, and scary first world dumb fuckery that's being pumped into your eyeballs and ear holes on a daily basis. 
and what you as an individual can do to reject that nonsense and live a little bit happier happier of a life. So, be it tainted Halloween candy, election results, weekly pandemics, or whatever deadly TikTok challenge is being thrown at you, the world is being sold as a pretty scary place to live in. But here at Tough Shit, we want to put those fears to bed. And this being an episode of Soft Served, it's time for some good news. And if you're having trouble going to bed, Corey has a recipe for NyQuil chicken. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm so happy you told me about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It just made my whole weekend. That, that is another one. Yeah, exactly. NyQuil chicken. Oh, don't. How long do you marinate it? You don't do it at all. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it was never a fucking problem. It was made up. <laughs> It got made into a problem by the fucking news. Okay. All right. So, and that good news, Jesus Christ, you fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) Time for some good news. And that good news being some tips you can use to combat this big, bad first world we live in. Now I know that most middle class people who are driving around in their car, listening to this phenomenal podcast on their smartphone on the way to get their nails done or purchase a $24 six-pack of craft beer, have it pretty bad, and are feeling like a truly oppressed victim. But I'm about to hit you with step one on ditching the fear, and that is to take a step back. If you find yourself mad at the world and terrified that the end is near or everyone is terrible, just take a step back and see how far you and mankind has come. If you are listening to this podcast, there is a strong likelihood that you have been fortunate enough to have been born into a world with things that literally didn't exist 150 years ago. Electricity, sanitation, transportation, limitless information, education, breakthrough medical treatments, and a slew of other things that you probably take for granted every single day. The world is truly an amazing place once you realize how big it really is and how far we've come from years past the second step is to unplug ditch the social media lamestream news or other forms of electronic distractions you might have in this world at least for a little while each day now that might sound like you should stop listening to this podcast and go for a walk or no or actually (laughs) no or actually sit down and talk with a human in your life and you totally should It's good, as the hip kids say, to quote-unquote go touch some grass. And there's a lot of truth to that. What the fuck? Is that real? Yes, that's That's a slogan. Yeah, that means go outside and quit, like, get off the fucking internet. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm old. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Okay. And there is a lot of truth to that. The online world can be overwhelming and full of unfounded fears, so disconnect and go see the real world for a little while. We are so connected now that it is insanely easy to hear about any atrocity from across the globe in a matter of seconds. And 99% of the time, those atrocities will have zero effect on your life. So cut that shit right out. Third up would be control what you can. We are hammered every day with some new scary monsters. Yeah, we are. We're <laughs> <laughs> fucking right on hammered every day. It's the only day. way I can get up in the morning. That's the only, that's the only way I can live in this world. It's terrible. <laughs> fucking hammered. Get hammered every day. No, don't get hammered every day. <clears throat> All right. So we are hammered every day with some new scary monster that's going to steal our rights, kill our kids, poison the air, take our money, and on and on and on. 
But to that, I say, control what you can. You are your own president, your own prime minister, and your own CEO. So make, uh, make the decisions in your world that affect the change that you want. Stop wallowing in fear that some other person or group is going to force their idea of change on, change on you or that you want to force your idea of change onto others. Be your own king. Live and let live and stop fretting on the things you can't control. A little individual anarchy goes a long way. So there. We tried <laughs> electing a president at our house. But there's only two of us, and I usually vote for me, and Mandy votes for herself. And Ginny so. always wins. Well, she just can't <laughs> make up her mind. So it's just been a stalemate. I'm thinking of voting for Mandy next so time. You, so you're stuck in a two-party system, you're telling me. Yeah, and it's just the same thing <laughs> just, every year. <laughs> yeah, Weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four <clears throat> would be approach what scares you with logic and reason. Too many times. And a knife. And a knife. <laughs> Or a gun, whatever. No. Approach it with logic and reason. Too many times people... Unless it's a police officer, then don't approach him with a knife. No, don't. Unless you want shot. Yeah. All right. Too many times people say dumb shit like, oh, the world is bad and it's only getting worse. And I'm sure those people haven't had to kill a stray cat so they could eat something or have been locked away in an internment camp. But yeah, everything is so bad. I hear it every single day. Yes. But if you approach any of the daily hot-button scary topics with a little bit of logic, those arguments usually fall apart. Most irrational fears can be explained away with a little bit of fact-finding or asking basic questions associated with the issue. Because after all, the best solution to a problem is usually the most obvious one. And lastly, take care of yourself, physically and mentally. Countless studies and common sense, have proven that getting physical activity, not eating like shit, and lowering your stress levels will ultimately make you a happier, healthier person who generally doesn't let shit they can't control get to them. Most people in the first world don't get the recommended 150 minutes of exercise a week, eat right, or take time for their mental well-being. <clears throat> and that is part of the reason people are feeling weak and powerless over the big bad first world. And that's because they are. Get strong and get smart. Your future self will thank you for it. And I guess at the end of the day, it is ultimately up to the individual to either continue to wallow in mass-produced fear or overcome the bullshit and become a better person. The world is as beautiful or deadly as you make it. Finding a balance, ditching the fear, and living the best life you can by utilizing these pretty obvious tips will help you get to that point in your life. Be the change you want to see. It's no one else's job for you to do it but you. That's it. That was very good. <clears throat> that was very concise. Mm -hmm. Boy, what happens when you like focus on the message you're trying to get across and don't get distracted? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I shit this one out like last night. I think. Well, I <laughs> I put all this garbage together today. Um, no, it was very good. Thank you. I, I got it. How? Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's just two footnotes here. Like, yeah, there's always going to be horrible shit that happens. But if that's what you want to dwell on, then that will be your life. Like, and that is, if you want, if you can do something about it, and you want to do something about it, then do something then about it. If you're not going to do anything about it, don't fucking bitch about it. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And I, I mean, well, you know and, where I where we work, but uh, yeah, I do work for a lot of like. It seems like it's always like mid, like middle aged or like late middle Grumpy, age or yeah. older men 
don't know how many fucking times they would. It's it's always some iteration of, uh, oh, like, you know, the, never raise a kid in this world. Yeah, never raise a kid in this world. And, though the way the world's going today. And it's like, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Fucking God. <clears throat> yeah. As I, a, like, I, and I, like, have here, as a whole, a lot of these people don't believe it, but as a whole, the world is actually getting better. Just go look at any study on global reductions in poverty, violence, starvation, illness, or famine. Just from 40 years ago, it's fucking getting crushed. All of those things. Because good people choose to do good things. Yes. And yep. that's... But if you want to find bad news, it's all you're over gonna the find place. It. Yeah. You want to sit inside all day and watch horrible fucking news. That's what sells. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You, you turn on Fox or CNN and Boy, you're just, just going to... Oh, fuck yeah. Shit's awful. miserable. So. That was good. Thank you, Corey. That You're was welcome. a little uplifting. That's what I. That's what we're going for here on the soft serves. I have uh, my second one's kind of like self helpy too. Okay. So this uh, actually snowballs into it. Oh, good. Well, well do you have it, it's sad. Sn- it snowed today, so let's get this snowman rolled up. Okay, let's do it. Let's smoke him. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. So, let's see. <laughs> uh, so my second one, and my self help. I'm like, you were actually giving advice mm-hmm. to like people. Like, yeah. these are things you could do. This is just me looking for people to give me advice <laughs> on what I can do to fix me. <laughs> so, this one's called uh, Something Old, Something New. Sunday's here. I'm feeling blue. Uh, <laughs> I bet so, you're feeling better after we're done. With I think this. so, because yeah. I usually am after this. So, okay. Ready? Yes. Here we go. Hit it. So this is going to be a short list of tips to combat the Sunday. We've, we've talked about Sunday blues before. Oh, I, for know? sure, yeah. And I may have Got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, yeah, there's a lot going on. Don't get but to stay up late, whatever. Just feeling down mm-hmm. Sundays for some reason. So anyway, yeah, this is going to be a short list of tips to combat the Sunday blues with the help of the usually reliable Psychology Today. But apparently, <laughs> Psychology Today thinks that the only people... Um, that only people with kids and office jobs can get a little down on Monday eves. Not so. <laughs> I don't have children. I don't work in an office, and I'm just as capable as anybody else to get a little depressed once a week. Yeah. Just fucking tell me I can't, and I'll show you that I can. He is. You're watching he me? Goes, yeah, I see you. He's angry. Just, He's just, sad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> like I a, can do anything I put my mind to. This I is like do. a My Chemical Romance music video right across from me. Just... Why? Angsty and sad. I like my chemical <laughs> romance. <laughs> They're not bad. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I don't need psychology today giving me their white collar horse dick advice on how to <laughs> combat said blues. <laughs> I've come up with my own tips for myself. Okay. So that's what this list is. Or wait, that's what, that's what this is. Um, a list of ideas that I've come up with to combat the Sunday blues. And an opportunity to workshop some new ideas with Corey's help, as Corey, by and large, seems to be the more mentally stable of the two of us. Debatable some days, but go on. All this being said, I am feeling a little bit conflicted about even like bringing up the Sunday blues at all. By its very nature, the phenomenon tends to affect people with jobs, and therefore a steady income, and really only gets them down like once-ish a week. Mm-hmm. Boo fucking who. I know. But I've definitely noticed lately that by the time Sunday evening comes around, I'm definitely feeling like I'm in a funk about the next day. I feel different. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. And it seems to have gotten a little worse these past couple months. And I I, I think after marking, I've marked 10 years with my current employer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but since then, like, it seems to be a little worse. But anyway, whether that has anything to do with it or not, I'm not sure. But 10 years ago, I probably hadn't seen myself still doing what I'm doing a decade on. I should be 
writing for a living by now or co-hosting an award-winning brilliant podcast, right? Mm -hmm. But instead of just getting down about it and just repeating the cycle each week, I'm going to try and come up with a solution. Who needs therapy when you've got a semester of English and theater under your belt? <laughs> so, here we go. The world is mine. <laughs> Corey, I'd like you to help me workshop a solution for the Sunday blues. Okay. So, I just I came up with a list of 15 things that I'm going to do. Okay. Is this your list episode? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have two lists. <clears throat> oh, so okay. Here's, okay. First one, start a podcast with a close friend and preferably a neighbor so you don't have to commute. Done. Got yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And that does help. That's I think. That's putting time to yourself for your mental well-being. Yes. And mm -hmm. it's focusing on something yes. instead of thinking about something else. So I also have like start taking edibles to soften the edges of the sometimes crushing anxiety of the prospect of another Monday morning brings. But I've uh, <laughs> and I've done this, but I don't think I don't think it should it's, be it's, habit forming. No, no, I I think that's supposed to be like a, a once in a while thing. I had drink more tea, but mm -hmm. not too much tea, and maybe take five minutes to find out how much tea what, I should be drinking. What kind of tea? So right now I'm take I'm drinking Kava stress relief tea, caffeine free. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't do I don't really do caffeinated teas for the most part. No English breakfast or no. Okay. Nope. Don't like the English <clears throat> or breakfast. Uh, that's not true. What is wrong with you? I love the English <laughs> and breakfast. Uh, so yeah, I like tea seems to help. Well, if it's if it's marketed as a stress relieving tea, it probably might have some properties that help you re relieve a little stress. The other night I had one right before bed. I was feeling very relaxed. Well, good. Yeah, I guess it's doing its job. So I had read more fiction. Uh, I sometimes think that I overdo history and true crime stuff to a point where yes. like, it starts to hurt my brain a little bit. It, escapism is a real thing, and it needs to be practiced, I feel. And I want to say, I'm going to spin off on a quick tangent here. You'll appreciate this. No, go this. ahead. With escapism in modern film, too many fucking modern films are like, getting especially fiction like getting serious or they have like they gotta has to have a message throw some has fucking trope about some activism thing or whatever like can't you just have a fucking entertaining movie but like that's why weird was great yeah <laughs> you should watch it but yes i agree escapism do it fiction read because it. like yeah especially lately like too much i love history stuff love reading mm -hmm. love true crime stuff but like yeah. it does get to a point where if I overdo it, I can tell. Absolutely. The effect it has on mm -hmm. my mood. Yeah. Um, it's like listening to too much Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> I don't like Nine Inch Nails. They're okay. I'm not, well, I shouldn't like them. I'm just not crazy. Yeah, their With Teeth album will really bum you out. Well, I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> so uh, I got another one. Meditate. Uh, everyone keeps telling me to meditate, but I just can't seem to get in the swing of it. Like, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't personally, but I've heard people have a lot of luck with it. Like, it's supposed to be really good for you. And the last mm -hmm. time I successfully tried it, like, I started to feel chill. You talked about it on the show. Did I? Yeah. Ginny stepped on my fucking face. Well, that's what I my mean. My eyes yeah. were closed. If you have a distraction, it's probably very difficult. So, yeah. I, and that's the last time I did it. <laughs> that and I bought that Brain FM. Oh, that's to, right. And I just keep paying right for it. Right after you got your year of chess. Yeah. Com. And Duolingo, <laughs> which keeps sending me emails because I haven't been doing my Spanish lately. <laughs> Um, so this is one for me, mm -hmm. and I want to keep doing it. Uh, I put right every day. Um, this one I've been trying to be better about. It doesn't like even need to be anything long. Yeah. But it's definitely one of the few things that gives me a sense of having accomplished something afterwards. Yeah. So like I guess, and it, uh, yeah, this is very me centric. But I guess in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I guess if there's something that you do that you feel satisfied afterward, mm -hmm. if you do that each day, 
That seems like that would be a big help. Oh, absolutely. A sense of accomplishment is fucking huge. Like, even if you, I don't know, like something super basic. So if you just go cook a meal for mm-hmm. yourself and you don't normally cook or something you don't normally do, but you you can do it, but just go do it and you accomplish it. You've accomplished something and you have that little bit of that little spark of accomplishment done. And you're like, oh, yeah. It just helps you out a little bit. I Especially think. outside of work. Mm-hmm. Because I don't always feel a great sense of accomplishment at work. Because I'm doing it because I need to get paid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you ever get done look at like a full sanitation setup? You're like, wow, that looks pretty nice. Sometimes. But, yeah. you know, I'm just like, I, I'm aware of how good I am at it. So uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not impressed by myself <laughs> anymore. Um, but, yeah. Oh, then I had another one. Get a dog. And I did that. Yeah. So that Pets, was yeah. super fucking helpful. Getting a nice pet has proven to extend people's lives and livelihood. <clears throat> Jenny could tell he wasn't feeling good this morning. Mm-hmm. She got up in bed. Oh, they She never know. does that anymore. Yeah. It just puts her head on your like chest and yep. just lays her. They know. Um, so this one might not. I wrote some of these down, and they're probably not good. Like I had one that just says, take up gambling to distract me from thinking about work. Terrible choice. Also, it wouldn't, <laughs> also it wouldn't hurt to have another source of income. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, well, I'm not going to start gambling. Yeah, gambling is a poor choice. You hear a lot about people doing uh, side hustles and extra money. If Well, technically, this is a side hustle. Yeah, technically. We make very little money, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if, if, there, if you have a side hustle, like I, I've talked about it before, if you make something for on Etsy or you do craft shows or you have a side thing selling – it's yes. something that you can control. Exactly. It's something that, like, it's mm-hmm. not... And you enjoy. F- nobody's forcing you to do it. That's, yes. you know what I mean? Like, like, imagine if you owned a just weekend-only part-time used bookstore. I would... I, one day, I told Mandy, I said, once we get to a point where we can, financially, where we can just lose money on something, I will open a bookstore. Bookies and cream. If I... Oh, fuck yeah. If... <laughs> If I could make a livable income, mm-hmm. I would take less money than I'm making now if I got to work in a bookstore. Yeah. That would be incredible. And why, I could do it, technically. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, now I'm saying it out loud. but So, yeah. If your side hustle brings you uh, accomplishment. Joy, accomplishment. Yeah, sure. Why not? It. I got uh, like just a couple of ones. I'm, uh, this, uh, this is something I need to work on. Have a schedule. That was actually on Psychology Today. Yeah. A lot of people talk about that. Because, like, list, 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 list. List. Listlessness mm-hmm. on a weekend, especially on a Sunday with nothing going on, then it's almost like too much. You can't relax because your fucking head's just yeah swimming to wherever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mandy says we should play more board games uh, and start a bucket list. So yeah, that's all right. Yeah, and actually like check things off. But mm-hmm. again, comes back to accomplishment. Yep. Uh, you touched on turn your phone off. Yes. Exercise you talked about. Mm-hmm. More disc golf I've talked about. Hey, that's exercise. You're and like, walking through the woods with a knife, ready to hunt. Yeah, yeah. Other disc golfers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd like make. I had uh, make an effort to get up earlier in the morning and do something, have some time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So then you actually have something to look forward to the next day that's for you and not just work. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I had to clean out my mind camper. There's a lot of trash in there. And it's starting to smell, so I got to figure out how to do that. Well, there is something to be said for. Keeping a clean place, you don't have to be like squeaky clean, but pick up your trash, fold your clothes, make your bed. You don't have to be the fucking drill sergeant military style, but like 
don't live in squalor and you'll feel a little better. But literally, like, clean your brain out a little bit. Yes. You and know? Clean, Make your, some room. clean your space mentally it gets and to be physically. too much in there. Yes. And it's stressful. And clean your fucking body. God. <laughs> I shower twice a day. <laughs> I know. But some people don't. Ugh. It's gross. Can you imagine? Oh, I don't know. So those are just some things. I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to combat the Sunday blues. It keeps happening, and mm-hmm. it's driving me nuts. And so I'm trying to have a good attitude about it. So well, these are some things I'm going to try. Put a list of those things up on your fridge and look at them on Sunday. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, I could do that. Because it's easy to talk about. I mm-hmm. talk about it all the time, but then just don't do it. You forget about it. Right. So if you, it's looking at you, you can say, oh, yeah. And telling somebody else, hey, make sure I do this each day or whatever. Because mm-hmm. then you have accountability. Yep. Because a lot of people are more likely to do something if they're accountable to somebody else. Or if somebody holds them accountable. Correct. Because if I'm not accountable, I just don't do like it. Like, if I wasn't on your case about getting here on time to do the show, it would we'd record at 5 o'clock every Sunday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yes. <laughs> yes. I need to be held accountable. If it weren't for that, uh-huh. like, if it weren't for Mandy. So, if it weren't for, like, the show and Mandy, I'd probably be, like, dead in a ditch somewhere. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't show up at all. Just because like, I can't take I can't take care of myself. <laughs> I need to be taken care of. <laughs> That's all I got for Sunday blues uh, right now. It was just uh, something I was thinking about. That's okay. No, no, I think a lot of people get that. That's a I wanna say that's a first world developed world thing. Yes, that's why I feel bad talking about it. Because no, like, well, it, it could lead to like depression and serious issues. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take care of your shit. Go yeah, because I think like getting down, depression, sadness, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's relative. Because it is easy it's to say, you like, make it a lot like, of times. There there's is there's fucking... things out of your control, but for the most part, yeah, right. So no, that's all I had. No, that was good. That was I enjoyed helping you through your list. That's like uh, that. You know what that reminded me of? What? So remember back in the day when I was the marriage counselor? Yes, yes, the old <laughs> MC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the old MC. Well, it's something. It's just nice to bounce off ideas. Bounce I agree. ideas off somebody who's totally. actually yeah, who's gonna listen. Uh huh. And yeah. give some good advice. Yeah, I still don't understand why all of you took my marriage counseling advice because I was single and drunk all the time. Yeah, you weren't really good at it. <laughs> no, like every one of those relationships dead in the water. Oh, that's great. So you said you have one more list. I story. do. So like after that, I said like I got. I was writing that, and again, like well, I've just been brain dead all day. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm gonna do one more. <laughs> And I don't know why I did this, but it's, it's uh, last. This is here's the title for the last one. Okay, <laughs> and there's a reason. For this. I'm like, I need one more list. What can I do? So, lastly, here's a list of the only Hugh Grant movies that I'm comfortable saying I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> as I said, my brain broke during yeah, this. this. Yeah. So there's been a lot of Hugh Grant in our house lately for some reason. Uh, th- at I- this point, all I can see is the old biplane. Oh, spiraling. Down? Yeah, spiraling well, out of Well, I want to address my Hugh Grant thing all right, that's been all right, going all right. on lately. Because there's been a lot of Hugh Grant in our house lately for some reason. I feel like I need to address it. So you're going on a Hugh Grant rant. Huge, huge rant. Yes. Um, <laughs> I typically have a pretty negative take on Hugh Grant. And <laughs> it's just something about his face. <laughs> And all the rest of him too. Well, he was my, one of the, the English '90s heartthrob, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom won't watch uh, Richard Gere movies uh, mm-hmm. because she doesn't trust him. Says so he has beady little eyes. Ooh. And this is similar to how I feel about Hugh Grant. I do not trust him. He always looks like he just woke up from a nap, and he laughs like one of those glaucoma tests that just puffs a bit of air in your eye real quick. <laughs> 
But Mandy likes him. So I'm trying to see him in the most positive light that I can. So here's a few Hugh Grant movies where he's his closest to tolerable. The best way I can put Hugh Grant stuff that happens in our house is like, let's say that there's actors out in a galaxy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And like they're planets. <clears throat> But they're mo- I don't know how gravity works, I guess. But anyway, so they're <laughs> moving around. Gravity, they're moving huh? around. And Hugh Grant, he's just a little planet. But he gets close now and then. Sometimes we get sucked into his orbit just for a little while. Okay. And then all of a sudden we get flung out again. Yeah. But then eventually, you know, however galaxies work, he comes back again. And then he's not. So he's a comet. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so these are four movies with Hugh Grant in it that I don't mind. Okay. One, nine months. I've never. I don't think I've seen a single Hugh Grant movie. But go through these. I may have. I don't know. Two, and I'm not crazy about this one, but Mandy really likes it. Notting Hill. No, not bad. It's really not bad. No, I don't know. That guy from Black Books is in it. So anyway, three, four weddings and a funeral. That's a good movie, right? I've heard, never watched it. Oh, I didn't know he was the captain in the Pirates Band of Misfits. Remember that movie, the stop motion one, all the goofy pirates. Yes. And the monkey? That was a fun movie. It's a great movie. Yes. So that's it. Out of the like 60 okay. movies he's done, there's four that are good. All right. Pirates, yes. I'll agree with you on that one. Because so, it's a children's <laughs> movie. <laughs> really, the only reason that I brought him up at all was to snowball into the two bullshit things. Don't I always do something at the end where I have a bullshit show? Oh, you're making a new podcast? Yeah. So I needed a reason to like bring Hugh Grant up because he's part of the podcast. <laughs> okay. So I have two two things I want to propose today. Let's hear it. One is a new podcast called Fifty Shades of Hugh. (laughs) It's a podcast where I interview Hugh Grant, but he's in character from a different role that he's done each week. And then at the end of it, we arm wrestle, but he has to, like, judge the strength of the character he was playing. (laughs) Would you listen to that? So, like, (laughs) sure, I would listen to that. Okay. Like, one, he'll be, like, his fucking derpy asshole self from Bridget Bridget Jones' diary. (laughs) And, like, the next time he'll be the pirate from Pirates Band of Misfits. Okay. Yeah. Would you listen to that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I've already reached out to him. How do, yeah? Any word? No. Uh, <laughs> hard to believe. And then, oh, I have a Halloween-themed idea. Okay. I don't think I told you this yet. So we got all this Halloween candy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then nobody showed up but your one niece. Yep. And she was too polite to take too much candy. Mm-hmm. So me and I got this mix-a-pack. You know, they always do mix-a-packs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almond Joys. Reese's Cups, Hershey bars, Whoppers, Mm -hmm. and for some fucking reason, Heath bars. Yeah, they're all right. They're shitty. I don't know. I don't like Heath bars. And I think that, so now we have this jar full of Heath bars Mm -hmm. because I ate everything else around them. (laughs) Yeah. So my suggestion is a charitable organization called Homes for Heath. Homes for Heath. So then after every... Um, Halloween, we find like select people who love Heath bars. I think and my mom actually likes no. Heath bars, and then we collect all these Heath bars and we donate them to people who need them. This would be more realistic if you had things like circus peanuts, candy corn, those little wax I like bottles. I don't mind it, but there's a lot of people who hate candy corn. They hate circus peanuts. They hate. Um, oh yeah, I don't like circus. Some peanuts. of those like knockoff, just fucking weird. What are they? They're like a brown or yellow wrapped hard candy. I I don't remember the name of it, but there's Werther's Originals. No, that's not Werther's. It's like them, kind of. I don't know, but there's a bunch of candies that people don't like, and they actively are like ill. No. Well, we can bring them into the fold, but it's gonna be called Homes for Heath. Homes for Heath. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Those well, are the only two things I have to suggest today. 
no, that's uh, I'll take it. Oh, that's that's good. <laughs> yeah, are you are you at capacity? Is that it? You yeah, done? I think I'm good. <laughs> we did pretty good. We're closing in on an hour, so that's pretty good for a soft serve. I feel like there's something else I was supposed to add. Do you have anything else? No, just the usual closeout stuff. Um, that's yeah. I was gonna. What else did I? Oh, um. No, no, I'll just close it out. <laughs> Do you have any? Did it pop in your head what you need to say? No, I regret everything I said. <laughs> I made myself vulnerable. <laughs> I told everybody how much I hate Hugh Grant. They don't like the French, <laughs> except their cats. Uh, I don't really have any issue with the French. No, I, I, I like your story about their tank from World War One that was a complete failure. Oh, the Pepe Mache. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the paper tank. I just, they're just such a skinny people. I don't know. You know what? Actually, now that you say that, I want to say someone just got a piece of clothing and it had sizing for US and UK, which were the same. And then for some reason, the French sizing was like, it, it was smaller. Yeah. Well, so like a medium for, uh, yeah, a medium for the US or UK was like small in French. I don't know. I just, just like, and maybe I'm wrong. Or I've never been, way around. I've never been anywhere in France, mm-hmm. but I just like, I'm seeing this French guy. He's just so small. There's like, I'm telling you, I do. He's like a mouse. He could fit under a door. But I just feel like, <laughs> I don't know. They're I, so kind of lanky, I they, think, right? Well, yeah, but they're wispy. I think they have bones like bird bones. They're all <laughs> hollow. So I think if you wanted to really take over France, if you got enough fans out in the ocean, oh, or no, God. pointed to the ocean, you could blow enough air across France. You could blow them all into the water. If you are a French listener, Please contact us at toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com and let us know if hey, Chris's concerns are real. Yeah, let me know if I'm spot on. What's what's a bone doctor? An osteopatistrist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. An osteo- what is it? What, an how osteo- how do you osteopatistrist. <laughs> how do you say a bone doctor? It's it is osteo something. Now that you put me on the spot, I don't fucking know. All right, so if you're a French osteopathistist, yep, and just tell us <laughs> the makeup of French bones, if they're like bird bones or if they're like everybody else's bones, and why your shirts are so weird. <laughs> What's wrong with their shirts? I don't know. Boy, they like to eat bread though, but that's what you'd think they'd be bigger with all that bread. They're always eating baguettes. Well, yeah, they probably cook their bread a little healthier than we do. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> all right, that's it. We're we're falling apart here. Thank you for listening. Uh, please be sure to give us a rating or review wherever you listen. Share the show with your friends. Check us out on Instagram at TS Podcast Official. Give us a follow over there. That would be cool. And again, your questions, send them to toughshitthepodcast at gmail.com for our Q&A episode, which we'll probably try to sneak in here pretty soon because we got a bunch of great questions. And yeah, we're terrible at marketing ourselves, so spread the word. <laughs> That's why nobody will hear. They won't even let us use ads. <laughs> I know. Every time I go it's into like, the, the money tab, it's just like, we're searching hard to find ads for you. It's like, you've been searching for fucking eight months. It's like the thing, like, <laughs> advertisers are like, that's their job. Like, we just got to find more outlets. We got to find more people who are willing to put our products on their or We got to find this niche. You so know? then we're, here we are just like, take us. Take us. And they just... Step over us. They don't even notice. They listen to the show and they're like, fuck no. Fuck that. <laughs> we are not going to do that. So, all right. Uh, real quick, with the holidays coming up, I'm not sure how the upload schedule is going to be, but we will keep you in the loop either way. 
And on that note, we're going to close it out. So I hope you all enjoyed the show and had a good time. And all of our advice and other stuff we talked about sinks in and you live a little bit happier and enjoy things. So everybody, bye. Turn that frown upside down. Frown it down. (laughs) What? (laughs) Down down with the frown. Down with frowns. Down with French people. (laughs) No, not the French. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye for now. Bye.